We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Miami Heat Beat Post Game Show. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. With me today, Saucy Takes Coach Lou. The season has officially started. We're, we are officially, this is day one of the 2023-2024 NBA season. Chat is popping today. We have a Heat win. We had an altercation on the court. A kerfuffle, if you will. Somebody Whatever in chat, is. I saw they said, missed the fourth quarter. Apparently, there was a kerfuffle. We will get to that. We will, we will, we have a lot to talk about today. To be honest with you, we had the day off today. We had to, we had to do this for you guys. We had to come off for the people. There was this too much to discuss. You see my smile. You see Lou's smile. We gotta start. We gotta start with the most important thing. This team got their dog back, Lou. After by the way, I saw Anthony Chang call that foul on Zion Williamson uh, hard, quote-unquote, not a hard foul. You know, it, routine. It, it was just a it was a common foul. It was a foul to make sure he didn't get an and one. The same foul he had just done on the other side to Hame Hawkins literally like 30 seconds before. The difference is uh, Zion Williamson weighs as much as a semi-truck, so when he hits the ground, it rumbles. Earthquake. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, man, they got that. Fu- I don't want to say they got their dog back because, to be honest, I think they had it all year. But the dog showed out today. Do we? Do, what is that that I hear? You, oh, wait. Wait. Uh, wait. Who let him out? Yeah. Who let him out? That's Duncan. That's Jimmy. Who else is that? That's Bam. That's, that's Thomas Bryant? <laughs> Hear him? One more time. I hear Bam too, man. I hear I hear Bam. I hear Bam. Listen, the 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 dunkyard dog is out. They are here. The kennel. Shout out to PJ Tucker. 
Chat says it feels good to have dogs again. It just feels good to have dogs again, man. It feels Pablo. Could you play um some some of the uh, some of the video of the altercation for us? Cause look, so this is how it starts. Little foul on Zion. There's some kerfuffling with him. Who and then Jimmy gets his hands. Somebody puts his hands on Jimmy's neck. Who is that player, Lou? Najee Marshall. Marshall puts, puts his. Jimmy pushes him away because they on the previous play when he tied up Jimmy, they're already jawing back and forth. So after this happened, Jimmy, you know, kind of goes into him. He sticks his hand out, puts his hand on Jimmy's neck, and then Jimmy just started seeing red. Is what it looked like. They was ready to square up, and then at the top of the screen, you can't see him because Jose Alvarado is about reaching Bro, his upper jumped. belly button. Yeah, but he he throws a swing at, at Thomas Bryant first. I guess they're both from New York. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But Thomas Bryant said, not today, little man. And he started squaring up. Jovic comes in. Bam trying to get away from, like, two security guards. Look, man. <laughs> a, a whole lot of shit was happening. And I was here for every bit of it. I was catching up on the game because I don't watch the games live sometimes. So I'm over here fast forwarding. I see the fight break out. I was like, I don't even care if I finish on time. I need to see this I whole to... altercation play through. <laughs> this is breakdown. I want to go back to the Alvarado. So look at the top of your screen here. I'm going to pause it. You know, you're going to you're going to start noticing uh, Alvarado come over. Look right there. If you look right at the top, right where the, the where the where the scores table is. You see that little guy? He's going to jump like a Super Smash Brothers character to try to hit Thomas Bryant. Look at that. Boom. Short hop forward air. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Pablo, I think we have another angle of the of the Alvarado. Do you have that? No, that's of the Jimmy one. I know I sent you one. Oh, beat that boy ass! There you go. Oh! 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 <laughs> That that one fan tried to throw something, and he fell. Two fans was getting tossed out. It's crazy, man. Pablo, this is what phones were made for, goddamn. This, is, this what, is what we need. <laughs> honestly, man, this is what social media was made for. It was made for nights like this. Someone goes, "That was a Mario forward air." Absolutely, Alvarado fucking got some air. <laughs> this is what should have happened. Against Boston. That's all I gotta say today. Pablo's right. The intern should have happened against the intern with his dis with his with his dismembered voice, uh, without a body, uh, is correct here. Um, Pablo, give us a close up of what happened to Jimmy. So Najee, look right here. He's gonna put his right here. He's gonna get his hands on his neck. That, that's Pablo, uh, uh, Lou. That's a choke. Look, man. Somebody does that. We, hey, it's, it's go time. It's go honest. time. And and for Jimmy, it was. Look for at him. Sure. He just, he advances. He's, he's go. Hyman, get, Hyman wants that action. Hey, Jaime did too. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Duncan was, Duncan was in the trenches. Man, Duncan been in the trenches, look man. Look at that, Something bro. happened to him. Dun look at him. Look at him. He's <laughs> coming. He's coming. He's there. Oh my God! So, yeah, I mean, just Nico too. Yeah, what the chat saying? Nico is 
he was, you know, when uh, when when these uh, European players start mouthing words in English, it's very clear what they're saying. It's almost it's clear what they say than almost than when they say it. If that it, like when they mouth it, than when they, they say enunciate it. To, to get the pronunciation. Yeah, right. he was cursing Valentunas. I, I don't know who it was. <laughs> they said it was Valentunas. He was cursing somebody out. I don't know who Nico was cursing out. The crazy he was part ready is, for it too. Lou, even fans, even the fans, Pablo, pull up the video of the fan getting ejected. Because even he was, look at this guy. The dog. This is the dog. Get him on. Somebody find this man to get him on the pod. Look at that guy. He's pointing at the New Orleans fans with his Dwayne Wade jersey. I don't know what he's saying, but he's probably, he's, he's barking. You know, he's hammered off the hurricanes in New Orleans. Absolutely, bro. That man just, that man smells of mm. bourbon. Mm. <laughs> like pure bourbon. Pure fucking bourbon, bro. They need that guy in the locker room. And, and Jimmy, Jimmy's smiling as he's leaving the, the arena. When they called his ejection, Jimmy's just smiling. The biggest shit-eating grin you've ever seen in your goddamn life. And uh, I want to state, I, two people should have been ejected for sure. Should have been uh, the two people who actually threw punches at each other. Yeah. You know, Thomas Bryan and Alvarado. I feel like the the Jimmy and Marshall thing was just to like, man, tee them both up. No, Nazi, Nazi got to go. You cannot put your hands on another man's throat. Gee, stop. Let's stop being soft, man. I don't, Line I don't up, disagree. Line up, between the lines again, and let's run it. Like, Jimmy did some shit, too. That's why he got ejected. Like, let's run it back, back I think on the, the push is. I think the push is weak. I think I think hands on the neck is, that's crossing a line. Because you, know, you, you can push and not fight. Once once you do that, that is that is like Maybe. the start of a fight. Like I just like you could push and there not be a fight, right? That's yeah. like push pushing is like pushing's not even second base. You know what I mean? You're rounding first. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's there's nothing there's nothing there. There's, but that is like that is a threat. That is that is a declaration of battle. All I got to say, March 22nd, they coming down to Miami. So I will, it's a Friday. I'm probably going to be at the game. I, I think we might have, I think we may have to have a company trip there, Lou. I think we may need to have a company outing. For sure, man. It, it's time. It's time we get back on it. I'll probably be at the game because I just, you know, part two, man. I love part two of fights. I love it. One, ah, it just gets me happy. Well, I mean, I want it, man. And 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 I they needed a game like this because A, they won, which is good. You know, I think mm -hmm. they have a, a a a nice little road winning streak. Two, I think it's kind of a game, Lou, that they they showed a little bit of umph. You know what I mean? Both on the court and like with the altercation. And I think they need a little edge. Uh, chat's making fun of me. They're like, winning games is good. Yeah, motherfuckers, this team wasn't doing a lot of that for a while. They need a little edge, Lou, and they don't have the talent to out-talent guys, and what makes them unique is they have that extra bit of fuck you, mm -hmm. and they need that fuck you attitude to get to where they need to get, and I think today was a good step in that direction. I think I, think I agree with you entirely. I think this team for a minute has been... To be very honest, ever since that team meeting that they held after the that losing streak, they've had a little bit of edge to them. Today, it was the first time that it felt like 
during the the course of the game, Jimmy was talking his shit whenever he wanted. Um, we were everybody speculating, obviously, and rightfully so. Jimmy had been struggling at some points in the season. His athleticism looked a little lost. I was telling G before the game. I mean, before uh before the show, not the day, guys. Uh, it, it's ironic that the the when he drove to the rim the hardest. The the highest he got off the ground, he got blocked by Herb Jones. But hey, I seen the bunnies. The potential was there. That's the all potential I got. Potential was there. The potential was there, and he was attacking full head of steam. He brought the edge. You were talking about the edge. You know why the edge was missing, G? Because the season doesn't start for Jimmy Butler until post All Star break. Today is game one of the season for Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat. Welcome everybody. Expect this from here on out. That's all I got to say. You know what it is. It's that fucking calendar meme. You know the one? The, yep, the, the, it's the, to a T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pull it up right now. It's literally that, right? And and it's it's uncanny how how accurate it is. And, like, they they just start hooping. Like, they the, – the, does this man care about basketball? October through January, February, March, gym VP. By the way, right on cue. And then yep. in April – you know, to, to June, we're watching Michael Jordan 2.0 gets messed up. Um, and, 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 you know, it's just, it's always like that. Every yeah, year. Every I can't believe we doubted him. This is my apology. I, sir, I doubted you, sir. I was like, are you done? Is this over? Is this what it looks like? I'm sorry. I apologize. But I apologize, Mr. Jimmy. Yeah. Hey, uh, me too. I was, I don't want to say I was saying, is this over? I just want, didn't want it to be over. I was scared. <laughs> I was, I was scared. scared for my for my viewership as a as a, for my belief in the team as a Heat fan. But another thing I want to get to, you know, a lot has been made of Bam and these scuffles. Some of it has been deserved, I will say. However, both games, I'm talking the Boston game and I'm talking today. After the team got into a scuffle, the ball was given to Bam out of bio, and he went and he got them several buckets down the several several. several. Had 12 points in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. He showed the fuck up today. He did not have an easy assignment. Stopping a bowling ball, full head of steam is not easy. He was their leading scorer tonight. Yeah, leading scorer, 11 for 18 from the floor, three blocks on Zion. Just in general, holding the fourth down. I didn't think he had the best game throughout, but he had the best game when it mattered. Once Jimmy was off the floor in the fourth quarter after the ejection, Bam really put the, you know, he was like, all right, we're riding it. You know, him and Caleb. I, Caleb deserves a ton of love today because, oh, yeah, there was no, yeah, you see? That's what I'm talking about. What Carlos Carvalho Jr., I hope I said that right, Carvalho Jr. said. No, yeah. Lou, the move is just say what Carlos said in chat yeah. when you can't, yeah, you know. I'm learning that. But, Y'all need easier names. Y'all need easier names. Yeah, so it was just they had that little bit of edge to them. Uh, Caleb brought that edge too. Uh, we can talk what we want to say, but. Caleb Martin very quietly has turned this season around from the beginning of the season to the last couple 10, 15 games. He's been really, really good recently, at least in my opinion. And he's just been him, Jimmy, when him and Jimmy are on that edge, like when they're giving that edge to them and Bam's picking that up too. Oh man, this team is guys. We're playing defense again. Like that's we're how you back. know the edge is back. We were the best defensive team in February. Fuck all that bullshit. Everybody was saying about the team and the, and, and, you know, the defense and this. And some of it was well-deserved. A lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, just people getting healthy, people getting comfortable. 
uh, Jovic playing next to Bam, I think it's helped a lot in just Bam being able to hunt. I thought he did a good job today. Obviously, he had Valanciunas, who has about 65 pounds on him as well. This was a big team. We struggled. The Heat didn't even play that great. They had a bunch of TOs, a lot, a bunch of second chance points. This game was closer than it should have been. Testament to that team. That team's 8-2 and two in their last 10 games, but Miami was here, and they put up a fight. Absolutely, and and to real quick, your point about Bam and Jovic, I like to start, you know, Jovic was on Valanciunas, mm -hmm. Bam got to be on Zion, and, and Bam would come mm -hmm. over to help. I, I think that's a good look for them defensively. Um, got got want to hit a few things um, as we kind of progress, because there's a lot to talk about from this game. Um, I don't want to go further without talking about the Tyler Hero injury, who's had a lot to celebrate. Tiro goes down late, 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 late in the game Super with a non-contact knee injury. Uh, on the broadcast, Karate felt it could have been a hyperextension. Um, he fell to the floor, immediately grabbed his knee and clutched, did not walk on it as he walked out, pretty much hopped his way into the tunnel, uh, back to the locker room. Hopefully, it is nothing serious. Hopefully, it's just a minor knee sprain or, uh, you know, I hope it's nothing more. Obviously, huge blow for the Heat. He's been playing so well. And, you know, that's pop, I mean, Lou, that's just another fucking guard that they lose. Yeah, it, it's it's super tough because um, Tyler was having a very good first half in particular. Um, you know, he cooled off a little bit later on, but he was still providing. I thought his defensive activity today was very good. I'm going to be very honest on whoever it was, whether it was Alvarado. Um, he had some moments on McCullum. Uh, on Trey Murphy he was just overall he was very active it's unfortunate to see another guard down um I guess if we're going to look at it from the glass half full perspective they did just sign Delon Wright obviously I'm not saying he's Tyler Hero but thankfully they replenished the guard room just in case and supposedly on the broadcast they said that Rozier's probably returning at some point in this three-game trip so you know I guess that's some kind of good news but it just sucks that we haven't had a full chance to see the full healthy rotation yet. I think so. they did for like a game, which is crazy. Yeah, but it was like a game like nobody really – it was during that stretch in January, which, you know, it doesn't really matter because that's when everybody was already shot. It felt like the team was just waiting for the All-Star break. They needed some – I don't know. It just felt a little iffy. But just in general, it was a – it sucks, man. It At the end of the day, it really sucks. I'm sorry, Twitter's very funny right now. I'm just like kind of scrolling through. I'm actually kind of trying to find any any post game quotes. I have not seen Anthony or Ira. The only thing I've seen is that Spo said <laughs> more intense than an All Star game. Am I right? I'm like, shut up, Spo. <laughs> Fuck is that, bro? <laughs> Fucking poor NBA, bro. <laughs> this All Star game shit sucks, bro. I didn't watch it. No, first year um, I don't watch it. First year no, I was on vacation wasted, in California. Wasted eight hours of my life watching All Star cover. I don't want. This is the first year I don't watch. It anything from all-star weekend and i think i tweeted i was like man you know i went to uh i went to california to compete in genesis super smash brothers melee tournament uh one of, one of the coolest things i've ever gotten to do and uh, i i and then it was like trust me you didn't miss anything <laughs> i was like Not a okay <laughs> all right let's talk about duncan my man duncan depoy robinson blocked zion at the end there uh just incredibly balled the fuck out um, what a night for my man, bro. He has been on a fucking burner, like, period. I'm glad today he came. You know, I'm not glad he came off the bench. I don't really 
the starter versus the bench conversation, that's not one that I'm here to have today at this particular time. But it didn't matter because he played he played starters minutes. I think that's the end goal is for him to play as many minutes as he did today. It was funny. He started off 0 for 2 and just it was like, all right, I missed I missed some shots. I'm a miss. Leave me open if you wish. And he just started cooking. Um, he man, I don't know. I don't know what's gotten into Duncan this year. I'm curious what you think about just like because you obviously everybody should know how much I fucking love Duncan this year. But what do you feel about Duncan? Because he's been different. Jalen Brown awakened an animal. Mm. No, so it, the the uh, <clears throat> the serious answer is. I think him adding a serious off the dribble game off the pull like off the pull up is legitimately dangerous to teams because he's gotten good at that floater. He can get to the basket. He's a good passer. So he has he kind of puts I always you know and and I always forgive me for always putting things into like fighting game terms, but it's it's the way that I view things. But he puts you in a mix up almost every time he comes around a screen, and it's like you as a defender have to be ready for like one of three or four options. And he is legitimately like above mm-hmm. average at all of them with yeah. one of them being very elite at, which is shooting. So teams obviously always overplay the shooting. He doesn't get trapped as much because he got really good at that pass. And now when they switch, he kind of knows the matchups that they will switch. So he goes early off that screen downhill, like almost like he's using the pick to get downhill. And I just think that put teams in a place where they can't like, guard him the way that they want to limit him. And it's just opened his game up. And I think that's led to confidence. I think that he's not, they don't spam his DHO option. So it's not like, I think, I think that was bad for him. I think it was good for him early in his career. And I think it became bad for him. And I think they've gone to a sweet spot where the offense doesn't rely on him, but he's a good part of it. And I think he's become Lou a better spot up shooter because he just wasn't that good at it as he was at other shots. But I think like when Jimmy had the ball early in this game, you saw like the kickouts to the corner. I think that they're allowing him to relocate a little better as well. They're vacating the corner so he can come back. I think they've done a lot of things to kind of help him. But I really just think it's kind of him working around that off the dribble game that's opened up the rest of the floor. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy because him adding some kind of rim pressure or I don't even want to say rim pressure because sometimes he doesn't get all the way to the rim, but just his ability to leave the first guy behind sometimes off of these screens or the ability to force a rotation. Exactly. The ability to force a rotation. He was always a pretty good passer. In my opinion, he just didn't um, force rotations enough to pass because, you know, nobody's going to rotate if (laughs) if you're getting contained. No, but the other thing was, is like they would trap him like really aggressively and that used to frazzle him. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, he's he's improved tremendously, and that's only the offensive side of the floor. Defensively, man, he's been um I don't want to say he's a two-way player because that might be an over-exaggeration, but ah fuck it, man. He's a fucking two-way player. It's like no for real. In, he's in been certain matchups, in certain matchups, in certain matchups, like Austin thing, targeted him and torched him. Yeah, but he barely gets hunted. Like he like the amount of hunting that they're doing for him is it's seasonal, guys. You know, it's like uh, once a year. I don't know. I, I don't, I've I think, never gone hunting. I think hunting. like a power wing or a really fast guard is still a problem for him. But I think like. It's just his ability to not foul has been a lot better. That's been huge. That's been huge. So that ability for him to stay on the floor has been tremendous for them. And honestly, like he, all I'm saying is he's average on defense. But the average on defense is such an upgrade from what he was, at least particularly early in his career. I thought he was getting better defensively for the past couple of seasons. His offense just slipped. But this has been his most complete year. And somebody said it earlier in the chat, Duncan Robinson underpaid for fucking sure. Oh, for fucking sure. Let's commissioner. Uh, yes, for sir. Sure. I would just bet that it was him that said that. I, uh, I'm not... I want to give the guy credit while you, while you go. I'm pretty sure it was Let's commissioner. Um Poltergosum says, I was watching the it game was. with the Pelicans. Broad- <laughs> I know, man. I fucking know him. Uh, I was watching the game with the Pelicans broadcast, and the guy said, make Duncan put the ball on the floor. <laughs> they ain't do their research. That's so funny. That guy read the 2019 scouting report. Oh, what a my fucking God, guy. bro. 
I've just been really impressed with like that part of his game and the fact that he's able to kind of give them some something reliable off the dribble. I think also Jovic, um, not Jovic, um, Jaime played well today. I thought he kind of played within his role. I think that they, when they move the ball, it doesn't stick. And I think naturally, when he gets the ball in the post, the ball is that's that's where the ball movement ends. But I think they've done a good job of kind of making sure that he gets the ball when he needs to with the right matchup, and it's okay if he goes up with it. He's still a rookie; he's figuring it out. But I, I thought, I mean, listen, he only had eight points tonight, uh, but I thought he played really well. I mean, he was two for eight, so I, I guess that's not that good from the floor. But I just liked his floor game. I just kind of liked his decision making. I know that he missed a, a jump hook that Jimmy put back in, but yeah. that jump hook drew a second guy over to kind of help, and Jimmy was able to kind of offensive rebound that. And I just think those are generally like good misses for a rookie. If you're drawing that kind of help and you free up your better players to kind of make an impact on the offensive glass, because a, a tip in is an easy, you know, it's, it's an easy field goal and it's a little demoralizing for the other side. So I, I've just, I, I was impressed with him too, man. It was just a, it was just an overall really good team win on the road against a team that, Hey, it's not that that's not like some dog shit team. You know, they they were, they were pretty healthy. Obviously they lose CJ McCollum. Um, you know, they are, they're 34 and 23. You know what I mean? Like they're they're fifth in the West. That's that's not Guys, a bad team on the road. That's a that's a really good team. That's a, like, you know, that's a that's a that's a good team. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes like you know, and it's normal. Fans don't really watch. They have other a teams they have much. a better record. They were going in with the same record as the Knicks that everyone's slobbering over. Yeah. The the difference is they're in the West. But anyways, um, that team was really good. Like that team is still very good. Yeah. Unfortunately, no no Brandon Ingram, no CJ McCollum, but. I don't know if, uh, you know, shout out to JJ Reddick podcast, but he basically stated that Zion on possession, Zion was starting initiating at point guard. They're averaging like 144 points oh, per 100 been. possessions. Nikaias and, and Steve Jones talked about that his, his rookie year or second year or whatever. Yeah. And gee, you didn't, you didn't know me. I, I thought Zion should have been a point. I thought he was a oh, point. I, I, listen, and it's kind of, I, I, listen, I, I hope Siobhan doesn't hear this, but I just think that Brandon Ingram just needs the ball in his hand less and, Zion has to have the ball in his hand. I completely agree. No shade to B.I. I love B.I. He's a great player. Sorry, Bon. I love you, but that's just that's, that'd be the truth. Yeah, man. It, no, for real. And stats back it up. But today the Heat held them in a half court to 69 points per 100 possession, man. That's crazy. That's fucking elite defense. First percentile defense in the half court. I mean, they held New Orleans to under 100, which is crazy. The only reason they got that many points if I'm being very honest, was due to the fact they shot 104 times. Yeah, between turnovers and offensive rebounds. The offensive rebound is just who they are. But it not and not really, but I think against a team like New Orleans, that's who they are. Mm-hmm. The, the the turnovers is like they got to – and a lot of them were dumbass turnovers too. Yeah, a lot, a lot was like some rough stuff. I think they definitely cleaned it up in the fourth quarter. The first quarter was really rough with the TOs, and so it was uh, I have the, a – I have a take on that. What is it? What is it? I think – when Jimmy goes out, Bam kind of became the hub of the offense, and they just produce fewer turnovers that way. Because now it's a little, the offense is a little tighter. It's a little bit. They're obviously better with Jimmy, but I just think they play a little more. They don't. They don't play as risky, and they don't jam the ball into places because it's really just kind of Bam operating from the elbow, kind of guys with movement flying off. There's a little bit more spacing without Jimmy on the floor, so it kind of makes that element make sense. But obviously, like Jimmy was. 
so unfucking real today, and they look yeah. so good with him and Bam and the, the that step through that he had earlier. Is just they they were on something today. I think I think honestly, what kind of stalled out that offense in the first quarter was just the fact that first a little stretch there, they went with nobody on the floor. Like it was almost an entire bench lineup. Like no Jimmy, no Tyler. That was no bad. Bam was on the floor at the end of that first quarter, and it let, and allowed. The other team to come back. Spo brought Jimmy back in just to finish that quarter because he was like, whoa, it's looking a little too rough. But um, yeah, I just, you know, you know, shout out Spo. I thought the rotations were pretty good today. I thought everybody played an adequate amount of minutes. Do not considering tell that the Alf. Alf was gonna I, murder Spo today. Um why? What was the Spo hate today? I think he literally called Spo a criminal in one of my group chats with him. Oh man, come on, Alf. What was wrong today? I thought everybody played just the the like you know, okay, the leader minutes was obviously um it you know it was, it was bam. Jimmy would have been I'm second. gonna call him. I am we're gonna do this on air. I'm gonna call Alf. Oh my god. I'm gonna call Alf. Uh oh. Okay. Please leave your message. Ah, <laughs> do not disturb. He's got hey man, he's this man, this man. <laughs> he just hung up on me, bro. <laughs> no, you gotta call again. He probably on do not disturb, man. Call again, call again. Okay, G's not good with the technology, guys. Yeah. We apologize. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. Yeah, we're we're so bad. We're back. We're, we're, so we're back. back. We're back. We're back. Hey, hey, Alf, you're you're live. You're live on air right now. Um, uh, why is why is Spo a war criminal for his rotations today? Oh my God, are you kidding me? Okay, so first of all, I'm, I'm driving to my hotel right now. Um, first of all, uh, you got a. Uh, you take, I think he took Jimmy out, right? Jimmy was the first sub out, and he brings Duncan in for the much vaunted uh, backcourt of Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, which we all know we're so well together, all right? Yeah. All right, mm -hmm. fine. All right, so let's, let's go ahead. Let's try it out. Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. Let's see how that works. Then immediately takes Tyler Hero out. I think Haywood Highsmith, right? So now... Now it's just it's just Duncan and Bam out there. Okay, you know Duncan and Bam, ah, they work well together. It's a great lineup. Not great, but you know it's, it'll, it'll do, right? It's the Pelicans on a back to back. Let's get crazy. And then he immediately takes out Bam and brings in Kevin Love for the much vaunted Kevin Love, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Caleb Martin. Uh, I mean, lineup. Defensive stoppers. It was fucking awful. You went from like a 12 point lead to a tight lead. Like, immediately. Like, and listen, like, and listen, we have that chat with Rohan Narcotti, uh, uh, you know, a very famous Celtics fan. Who was like, oh, Spo needs time. Spo needs time. I uh, guess uh, five years, five years of the same motherfuckers isn't enough time. I guess five years of the same fucking team isn't enough time to realize that that was a bad lineup. It's a terrible lineup. Like it, it didn't make any sense to me. Like if you are going to, if you're gonna bring in, like we were doing this really cool thing before, um, before Jimmy Butler got hurt. They were they were taking Jim. They were taking Tyler out early in the first and bringing Duncan in so he could play with Jimmy and Bam, and it was working. Instead, now we're taking out Jimmy to bring in Duncan <laughs> to play with Tyler? 
what is what is that? By the way, am I am I taking crazy pills? No, Lou said that he loved what Spo did with the rotations tonight. Aside from I the first you. quarter, aside, I did say the first quarter was horrible. Right. You got to let him know, man. <laughs> okay. Listen, I, I've had a couple drinks. I was at this one bar by the Miami Air, Miami Airport. Too many fans in the Heat fan base just like to glaze fucking Coach Bo. Like, let's be honest about it. Like, he makes mistakes. It was a bad rotation. They gave him a 12-point lead. Like, what did you love about that? Why well, I, I loved how we gave him a lead to... to, to, to we went with shitty lineup. Like, what did you love? Like... Listen, okay, maybe I'm not the tape guy, I'm not the X nose guy, I'm not the stat guy, but you go back and you you fucking look at that first quarter rotation when we gave him a 10-12 point lead and you tell me what you love so much. <laughs> you look at that second quarter where it was like it was one of the worst lineups I've ever seen in my life. You tell me what you love so much about the rotation. Like, listen, like stop with the with the spoke blazing, right? And so Oh, a big boy. He'll be all right. He's okay. He doesn't need you. Like, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. I can say that. I'm I was going to say, I, can you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Alf, thank you so much for your expertise. Chat really missed you, and they loved you. You made their day. Uh, any thoughts on the fight before you get out of here? No, I, I, thought the, I thought that was a weak-ass foul to get that upset about. But you know what, what always happens? First of all, Zion Zion needed a break, all right? That <laughs> guy. I know exactly what Zion did. He oversold this super hard foul from Kevin Love, which even on replay, after a huge melee, the refs were like, yeah, that's a common foul. <laughs> <laughs> Both laid down for a second. But like, you know, like, honestly, sometimes like, when I'm playing with my daughter, I, I have to bring her upstairs. And when I get upstairs, like, I pretend that, oh, my God, I'm so tired. Well, I am tired because I'm fat, right? And I look down on the floor and I oversell how tired I am, and she thinks it's hilarious. That is what Zion Williamson did. Zion Williamson was like, oh, I'm fat, I'm tired. Okay, let me just let me sell this a little bit so I can lay down on the floor. And then Scrub Bum, I don't know, I can't even remember what this motherfucker's name was. Najee. Najee, whatever. Not, nauseous, whatever the fuck <laughs> He comes over there and he's like, "Yo, this, you know, I'm gonna shit. I'm gonna talk shit to Jimmy Butler and get my name out there." And he did an excellent job. Like that was the smartest thing the Pelicans did all night. Like, yeah, let me let, let the scrub like start start a fight with fucking Jimmy Butler because he knows Jimmy Butler is a crazy person. As it was, it was ingenious, right? And then listen, I love to see Duncan mixing it up. Oh man, Jovich, like he proved to me he had a little something on him. Thomas Bryant got nothing to fucking lose, bro. I love that about him. He's like, oh, I'm going to get suspended for three games? I wasn't going to play anyway. Who gives a shit, right? And uh, and, Al, and, Al, and he knows he can get Alvarado fired up. And Alvarado being out was a big deal. Alvarado was killing them. Like, so Alvarado, Thomas Bryant did the Najee thing. On the other hand, like, listen, like, I have nothing to lose. I'm going to take out one of their fucking guys. It, uh, it was a good fight. It, was, it wasn't even a real fight. It was a good melee, a little brouhaha. It was a little fucking <laughs> weirdo Northwest local with a fucking McCollum jersey that went a little too ham for my liking. Uh, <laughs> I saw know. that. But, the, you know, the Heat fan in the crowd, fucking lifer. 
I mean, I mean, goddamn hero. Did you see that guy? I we did. We talked. We got to get him on the pod to tell his side of the story. Oh my! First of all, get him on the pod. I I, need, I want. I need him to be my best friend. Like that guy is me. Like I. That's love royalty. That That's royalty. Listen, let me tell you something. As somebody who frequents New Orleans, to do that in front of a New Orleans crowd. Remember, that ain't a bunch of tourists up in there. Those are New Orleans locals, right? Like to do that shit in front of a bunch of New Orleans locals. It, Oh, and I don't man. think that was in the lower bowl. I think that was in the upper bowl. Oh, man. I mean, you know that shit was lit up there. Like, yeah, yeah. do that shit around a, a local New Orleans folks takes a lot of balls. That was in Miami, the thing that I've ever seen in my fucking life. It was beautiful. He's a goat. Chat said that Najee held up a QR code during the fight, to your point. <laughs> <laughs> My dog, we appreciate your analysis. Thank you so much. Chat loved you. Uh, you're a legend. God, <laughs> that was uh that was magic. That was gold, guys. That was magic. That, <laughs> that was, was gold. That, that was gold. I that's I just, why you tune in on a Friday. That's why I tune in on fuck. That was a legendary elf performance. He oh, came sure. in. That was T Mac 13 points in 30 seconds. Oh, for sure. It was it, it's funny how G, the first thing I said, aside from that first quarter, the rotation. <laughs> the first thing G tells out, yeah, Lou loved the first quarter rotation. <laughs> it was gold though. The content, is, content no, no, is it king, was hilarious. Lou. Content so. is king. <laughs> it was hilarious. I can't oh, even get mad. And chat loved it. We need, listen. That game deserved that Alf performance. Um, also called Zion fat in the middle of that. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Compared Zion falling to him being with his daughter. Dude, it was just—it was a masterclass, bro. That needs I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to see D. Rob just swing at someone, you know, just fucking throw a punch <laughs> out there or something. I did too. I did too. Chat says I can't <sighs> believe G brought Alfin off the bench to slander my agenda. <laughs> Talk about G tations now, dude. Six, six Alf, six man of the year, easy. Alf is the Duncan Robinson of the podcast right now. He would love to hear that dog. He would <laughs> Alf is the Duncan Robinson of the podcast. Alf is the Duncan Robinson of EP, bro. Let's go. Just comes in off the bench and torches motherfuckers. Better as a starter, but when he comes off the bench, he's going to light their ass up. Oh, he's going to light that shit up. That's so true. Listen, we were only going to come for 15 minutes to do a show, and we turned it into 40. Thank you, Alf. Thank you, Chat. Thank you, Lou. Thank you to Pablo. For, for sure. putting in the overtime on a Friday night for frankly a game that deserved it. W guys. It's Pablo's disembodied voice. Um uh, <laughs> so yeah. So uh we will be back on Monday. <laughs> I will I will for sure take the weekend. Listen, you ever need a vacation from your vacation? I came back on a I came back on on Wednesday late at night. I had the most Monday, Thursday uh, of all time. Only to then have Friday the next day. It was. It's been a weird week. I. I need. I need to rest. So the, the, the prison confiscated my camera. That's why I'm not in. A, you know, <laughs> jail. Jail's been rough lately, yeah, bro. Yeah, the jail's been rough. So Pablo, Pablo will hopefully be back Monday, and we might. We might have a surprise for you on Monday. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Love you guys. Peace. <laughs>